Please enter room 2008. room 2008 we're live <laughs> we are on bourbon street so come find us i think peter's somewhere in a ditch somewhere um, <laughs> oh wait, there he is there he is peter how we doing good. lance how are you i'm doing all right we are all doing good it's uh it's mardi gras weekend we're all getting fucked up uh, you can see lance's beads um it's gonna be a good show i think absolutely yeah absolutely we're gonna um go Charlie's over uh, today at our mardi gras parade for okay. our uh, city Lance showed his titties, and uh, as you can see, he reaped the rewards. I did the male equivalent of showing titties. What's that? Wearing these. Um, Show, showing ball? I don't know, man. There's there's kids listening to this program. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to upset any parents. Yeah, it's either ball cleavage or what's the what's the other one called the dick root? You know what I'm talking about? Where you have the pants I, real low. Oh my! I want. I, I know. I know what he was doing. Just can't milk in that tea. Just so yeah. Uh, as always, we are live on Twitch right now. Room two thousand eight ENT two. Please join us if you're listening to this on the podcast. We go live every episode. You can chat with us, interact with us. Uh, we'll display your comments. Um, we are also live on Twitter. Room two thousand eight ENT two. The number two. Also follow us on there. That's where we give all our updates um you know repost things that we talk about throughout the week and everything like that and another interesting thing that i uh, don't think we've ever said before but we've been we've had this for a while is on spotify the video version of our podcast is available on spotify so you can watch the whole stream um all the backgrounds we do all the websites we look at when we share the screen everything so if you have spotify please you know check us out on there you can see the video version of it as well so um, other than that we're on every other platform apple amazon Pocket Cast, everything else. So check us out on all that. What do you think about that, Peter? That's pretty cool. All that. <laughs> Good job, man. Right. How many times you practiced that? Just once. Did it off off the dome. <laughs> Venice dome. All right. Well, let's go straight into this trivia. Speaking of Mardi Gras and New Orleans and Bourbon Street and everything, let's go ahead and get into it. These are those parades that slow down traffic. Yeah. Yeah, Peter's pissed off now, great. The problem is, Peter, you're, you're, you're traveling too fast, bro. You need to slow life down sometimes. This is like a PTSD noise for, for Peter. I'm so, like, can't you run as a parade? So, to start this bitch off, I have a New Orleans shot glass. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Had it ready. So mm-hmm. Got a little bit gonna... of that dog that hunts in there. Yep. So, Lance, you want to explain what's about to go down? Yeah, so uh, we're going to have a little fun. Do a little competition, and if we, I don't, you know, I'm a guest on this right now because my 
software is messing up or whatever. So I can't see if we have any listeners, commenters, anything. Got two like viewers that. right now. Okay, hey. so I was gonna say three hundred, three hundred views on Twitter right now. So we're 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 going. Wow. I'm gonna, a, I'm gonna keep a track on who in the comment section wants to play, but we're gonna play a little trivia game. Whoever wins, we'll mail them a uh, room two thousand eight flag. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> it's that damn parade again. <laughs> coming around the corner. My, uh, my deal here. Let's oh, yeah. So, wait, say that again. They get a free flag. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. look at that. Room 2008. Yeah, so anybody wants to play the game, chime in. I'm going to keep – I'm going to keep a uh, – there you go. Whatever. Right yeah, there. Yeah, anybody um, – if anybody's uh, – got a couple people watching on Twitter right now. So, if y'all want to jump over to Twitch, if y'all are commenting stuff, I don't think we can see it. Um, while we're streaming, if you're commenting on Twitter, so uh, hop on, hop on over to twitch.tv slash room two thousand eight ENT and uh, hang out with us and play. I'm gonna go ahead and take this shot. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about this for a little bit. Play this game. Then we're, we're gonna talk about uh, project Pat. Oh, Blue Beam. <laughs> right. All right. You know this episode. We gonna have yeah, time. Well. Yes. All right. I don't want to. Destroy your night at the bar, Peter. So <laughs> no, no, no. We got to talk about Bluebeam first. We got to get this I mean, out. I'm sure you want to get paid your salary, and if you leave, you don't get paid, Peter. <laughs> we don't get paid. We do this uh, full free. <laughs> so I already know the answer. So it's going to be between you two and the public. So okay. number one, kind of start this off a little easy. Translated to English, Mardi Gras means what? Fat Tuesday. Um, Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras is the answer. No, I'm just kidding. It's Fat Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> it's a group. That's one for Drew now. <laughs> and that wild turkey start, or the uh, turkey wild 101 starting to chime in. All right, so while Mardi Gras always falls on the Tuesday before Lent, Three Kings Day, January 6th. Does everybody know? Whoa, 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 January 6th. We're going to have COVID restrictions and everything now on, our, on, our, on this episode. Oh, you said COVID. Oh, I did it again. Oh, shit. I did it again. <laughs> and we're banned. All right, so Three Kings Day, January 6th, is both the 12th day of Christmas and the first day of the Carnivals. So, uh, the carnival season of Mardi Gras. All right. So, number two, what is the name of the Mardi Gras anthem? I'll give hmm. you a hint. Give you a hint because this is a hard one. Andrew played it before this, uh, before we went into the game. Well, that's not fair because I have the track right here you sent me for it. So, the Stone Cold Steve Austin theme. Son <laughs> of a bitch. Another one for Andrew. What was the answer? <laughs> oh, man. It's, um, let me pull it up. If I ever oh, cease to three, love. Two. Huh? If I ever cease to love. He's been in the New Orleans a few times, it sounds like. So if I ever cease to love, play that jam again. <laughs> that was loud as shit. I assume you're probably not going to play it at this point. Oh. 
<laughs> it hurt my ears. We'll just keep going. Let me let me minimize your uh, your screen here. Sorry, it's getting ridiculous. It All right, scared me. Yeah, it sounded like somebody was breaking in my back door. I had it. I had it. I had the level at full level. I'm sorry. <laughs> God bless. Everybody's going to be driving in their fucking cars listening to this podcast. They're going to think they got in a wreck. <laughs> so um, let's those windows behind Peter. <laughs> Y'all ever hear, like, you're listening to the music in the car, and there's something in the song that sounds like there's, like, an ambulance or a siren going on. You can't, like, you're looking for it. It's in the song. You ever get that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every day. All right. So if, if I ever see some love. fucking full blast, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yes, because I thought the other ones off. were too low, so I turned it up for the next soundbite. I was going to play, and we're, I was waiting for and we're banned again. He turned around, looking for his window, see if somebody was breaking in. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right. Let's go. Let's all go. right. Let's go. Uh, not to be confused with the traditional Mardi Gras song, the traditional. So the uh, the anthem is ever, if I ever cease to love, and the uh, but the traditional Mardi Gras song is when the saints come uh, go marching in. Uh, yeah so but the answer is if i ever cease to love so all right that's two for drew all <laughs> right strip poker right now Peter. i'm gonna get a flag finally <laughs> all right all right mr butt judge here we go um <laughs> what is the name of the traditional mardi gras dance party uh dance party dance Party, party, and dance. I got nothing. What do you think about when you see people wearing masks and they're going to this party? Eyes wide shut. And what type of party? That's uh, eh, kind of a little different, but uh, anyway, anybody, anybody know an answer? Stop fucking it- dancing. <laughs> as soon as you hear. So, anybody in the comment? Any comments? No comments yet. We're blowing up the comments, guys. Can't keep up. They're <laughs> <laughs> scrolling so slow fast. Down, slow, slow down. Slow down. Try to be fair here. All right. What is the name of the traditional Mardi Gras dance party? It is the Masquerade Ball. Oh, uh, man. Oh, duh. Yep. Duh. Should have got that one. It's ridiculous. Five-year-old son had half of these answered correctly. All right, so um, number How embarrassing number four. <laughs> All right, what is this? Uh, what is the famous sweet delicacy that is traditionally only made and sold from the start of the carnivals to Fat Tuesday? King cake. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> Here's like, would you call me again? <laughs> I was right. gonna say something totally wrong. I was like, "Bidet or is it bidet?" <laughs> oh, I'm All not right. good at this. King cake. Better <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the uh, the game we played, which we're gonna bring back. We should do that like next episode. Oh yeah, game night. Yeah, we can. We can do it. We can do a game night next week. Yeah. All right. So the uh, the famous sweet delicacy is the king cake. The very first American Mardi Gras celebration took place in March 1699 after two French settlers landed near present-day New Orleans. The French colonists who followed over the preceding decades brought with them the galette de yeah uh, or king cake, which is how it became a New Orleans symbol. So. Um, 
five. Look at the gimp. <laughs> <laughs> when did I say that? Orleanian, Orleanian symbol. Did I say that right? New Orleanian. Uh, I don't know. R O I S. It's French. So somebody help me. R O I S. What is that? Oh no, no idea. All right. So, what city <laughs> held the first Mardi Gras back in March third, sixteen ninety nine? Or it. some would debate seventeen oh three. I got it. Peter, you want to go ahead and uh, try it out? Say it one more time. What city held the first Mardi Gras back in March third, sixteen ninety nine? Or some would say seventeen oh three. Because you know people debating get all. Hmm. Tapping out on this one. I'm gonna go with Mobile, Alabama. You're not fapping out on this one. Oh, right. I, I oh that's it. Oh, I knew it was in Alabama somewhere, but I didn't want to sound stupid. And now, now I'm double you. stupid. Now look at you. <laughs> We're just gonna edit all this out, anyways. It doesn't matter. <laughs> all right, Please, so Marty Girl is believed to have arrived in North America March 3rd, 1699. When the French Canadian explorer Pierre La Mion, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right, camped hey, about you. sixty miles downriver from the future side of New Orleans. Um, let's see if there's anything else I want. A few la- a few years later, French soldiers and settlers feasted and wore masks as part of the Mardi Gras festivities in the newly founded city of Mobile. And uh, to this day, Mobile claims to have the oldest annual Mardi Gras celebration in the United States. Bam. Yep. Things you didn't I know. I guess you want a double-jointed gimp. <laughs> <laughs> when did we talk about gimps? Was I there? Uh-huh. there. I mean, was I there? <laughs> we, were, we, were studying, uh, we were studying Madonna's, Madonna's 2012 uh, halftime show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She got, she got so pissed for people. She's rich her. enough to have double-jointed gimps. Mm. Oh, that's gonna be a sad so. Moment. Right now, we're at Drew. Added to the gimp four. file. <laughs> Public is zero. Drew is uh, what am I five and zero oh right now? No four. Yeah, you didn't quite get one. He's doming. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't give you the one for uh, if I ever sees the love. I mean, that's only fair. I'd give you the answer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. When was the first New Orleans Mardi Gras celebrated? And and whoever's closest, so this is going to be like the uh, the Price is Right, you know. So um, Mardi Gras, sir, if you don't mind, since you're ahead, go ahead and give us the first answer, and we'll let uh, the butt judge over here. I'm going to say 1729. All right. Oh, we're doing a year. Well. It's closest, so you can go seventeen thirty. Usually, when you ask when, when's the first time something happened, yes. What what, what date did you say? <laughs> a win answers usually a year or day or time periods or season. some sort of date. What what date did you say? Seventeen twenty nine. I'm going to go with seventeen thirty one. Ah, the seventeen thirty was not the answer. It was uh eighteen thirty seven. Wow. So Peter Mr. Wins. Butt Judge himself got one. All right. One for the judge. One so for the, the judge. New Orleans. Mark. Thank you, audience. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Man, I'm judging your butts, too. 
So I was going to use OpenAI for all these answers. I was just going to simply type right out a trivia game for me to play on the air, make it about New Orleans Mardi Gras. And it was all messing up. So I had like 20 minutes to come up with 11 questions and was freaking out. So this next one's probably my favorite. I didn't know this. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that encouragement. <laughs> all right. And silence. Uh, all right, here we go. All right. So did you know currently moon pies are the traditional throws of Mardi Gras? Everybody's like, oh, you know, beads. Oh, you know, show titties and all that. You know, that's 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 one part of it. But the traditional throws are currently. Y'all know what moon pies are? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what are they? It's a. It's oh, a. Waiting. It's not a cream pie. It's a moon pie. <laughs> uh, it's you know, so you know, moon pie. Yeah. Yeah, it's got marshmallow in it. Uh, what's Chocolate the outside? Covering. Chocolate right. covering. Um, like little graham crackers in between the marsh. Uh, uh, that, yeah, it's like yeah. a soft sandwich cracker. Sandwich the marshmallow dipped in chocolate. Southern thing. So the reason I wanted you to explain it because we might have some Northerners listening in. They don't know what a moon pie is. We got look. We got Canadians. Five uh, percent of our last stream was from Morocco, so we're we're worldwide. Wow. Here, so. All right. So currently, moon pies are the traditional throws of Mardi Gras. This took place of what other throw that was eventually outlawed in the 1970s and can no longer be a throw or things thrown. Uh, of Mardi Gras parades. Is it a so, food item? Or It is. Hmm. So the moon pies took place of this because the answer has been outlawed since the 1970s. I want to go honor. with uh, bidets. The what? <laughs> bidets. You can say something else. Uh, uh, beignets? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm going to go with beer. I don't know. Cracker Jack boxes. Oh, they were slinging Cracker Jack boxes off these 12-foot um, floats, just chunking them at people. You know, it's. have you ever been in a parade? Yeah. You know, you just get the candy, you're just like chunking it. Think about just throwing Cracker Jack boxes. Everybody's hammered. Yep. So no, we'll get into right. Mardi Gras and, and, and talk about it a little bit more, get the idea. We haven't even talked about Mardi Gras because, I mean, you know, it's like, the whole point is just get hammered and slammed and eat and, and just have all kinds of uh, degenerate uh, fun. Yeah. So um, Cracker Jack boxes, they were outlawed in the 1970s because people were just chunking them at people. And, and then, you know, the corners. Wow. Of those Can you imagine? Interesting. Hit in the eye. Did not so, know that. Yeah. So now it's moon pies, which are much more softer. All right. Number eight. Oh, yeah. You can definitely take one of those to the face. Nobody got one on that. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to give Peter one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mr. Butt judge himself. All right. <laughs> Number eight. So, Cruz, and matter of fact, I'll tell you right now. Let's see. Who is up currently right now? So, today is Saturday, February 18th, 2023. What time is it? 9.55 p.m. Central time. So... Right now, well, you had the crew of ISIS, which is not the terrorist organization ISIS or ISIL, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> you have crew of Iris, the crew of Namtok, crew of oh my gosh, uh, Indominion, Indomian, which is a really famous crew. So I hate to butcher that one. 
and then the crew of Bush, which is probably Peter's favorite. <laughs> and then uh, the crew of ISIS going on at 6 p.m., which is another very famous uh, crew. So these crews are the parades. They're the uh, organizations that put on the particular parade. And um, ISIS, how unfortunate. Yeah, ISIS. And, and there's a backstory to that. It's not a terrorist organization, but uh, I'm not going to get into remember what You remember a few years ago, Peter tried to join it, but he actually ended up uh, going to the Middle East on accident? <laughs> I was like, that John Denver's full of shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the oldest? They're like, yeah, we throw bullets. We don't throw candy. What are you talking about, Peter? All right. What is the oldest <laughs> and most prestigious crew in New Orleans? Uh, nice Lord. And you didn't even fuck with the crew. <laughs> now we're, we're going to be murdered. Uh... <laughs> We're going to get, you know. Uh, mm, I'm going to go with. Uh, I have no idea. So we're going to get tagged for mm, saying that, like, play the song or something. Copyright. I don't know. I don't know. All right. I will give you uh, a hint. Uh, it's a crew of. This was a dinosaur and it was short for Tyrannosaurus. And it's a T. It's a T crew of T dash. He huh? lost me. What? Crew of Rex. Oh. Established in 1872. <laughs> so basically, this crew uh, did a lot. They, um, well, I'll just kind of explain it. Uh, and uh, is this the next question? Did anybody get that? No, I said T Rex. I think, yeah, I think Peter got that one. Peter too. said I heard him say, <laughs> heard him say something Rex before you and, and, but I was babbling, so. All right. I'm going to win. <laughs> no, you're winning. <laughs> no, actually, you're down by one. I don't know All shit. Right. So, in 1892, the colors of Mardi Gras were officially chosen by the crew of Rex. Oh. Colors. Interesting factoid. So if you can name the colors, you get one. If you can name the colors and what they mean, you Ooh. two. Uh, I say the colors are purple, yellow, and green. Yeah, I don't know what they mean. No idea. Uh, purple green, is for purple is for royalty for the king. Green means weed, and Your yellow accent. means and yellow means pee. Golden showers. Because all of New Orleans smells like weed and pee. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, what? I'm going to give I'm Peter gonna, that one. I'm going to win. <laughs> I knew it. I'm going to win. <laughs> no, I can do that one. Oh. All right. In 1892, the colors Mardi Gras are officially chosen by the crew of Rex. Those colors are purple, green, and gold. Uh. Yellow. Who claims yellow for anything? <laughs> uh, purple is justice. Purple is justice. Green is for faith. Mm-hmm. Gold is for power. Mm. So, mm, I'm not giving yeah. anybody anything on that one. This yeah, that was, that, that was that uh, that was yeah. We I bombed that one. All right, I'm gonna try to dumb this. this well, I got two more, so I won't dumb this one down. All right, one lucky attendee at the crew of Zulu parade gets what? This is the uh, 
only one Mardi Gras Zulu parade revealer a year will come home with a Zulu what? I'm going to go with a shrunken head. I'm going to go with a big-ass baby. A big-ass baby. All right. It's a coconut. (laughs) (laughs) So, dude, only one Mardi Gras Zulu. So, uh, yeah, Zulu Parade Revealer a Year comes home with a Zulu coconut introduced as a tradition in the 1900s. The golden nuggets are thrown to the crowd alongside many more non-gold coconuts. So, uh, coconuts, big thing for the Zulu Parade, which is kind of a famous parade. Right. Another factoid. Yeah. Um, another crew, which is interesting. I had no idea there were different crews. That was something. Oh, we, need, uh, we need to start the Room 2008 crew and, uh, and start our own thing down there. Yeah. And well, with these crews, you know, you they certain crews rent their, um, their floats, right? Because they have so many. There's actually a law that states that they can only rent a float and you can only use the same float twice in a parade through the Mardi Gras season. So like if you have a certain float that you use, you can only use it twice wow. in two different parades, you know, for certain districts. I think you can go to different districts and use them twice there, twice there, twice there. But you can't use in the same district mm. more than two times. I mean, they're like really uh and then there's another law too that when you're on the when you're in the parade on your float, you'll get fined if you take off your mask. Oh, wow. So you have to wear a mask or you have to uh, paint your face or, you know, just something like that. You got to have it at least over your nose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And are so, all public uh, buildings going to school? Yeah. You know what? I wish I could wear, like, just a ridiculous mask instead of, like, a corona mask. Just, you know, any kind of mask. Go in, go, go into the bank dressed as Slipknot. That'd be great. <laughs> um. I kind of want to dress as a clown every day. Like, take the time in the morning, get the makeup just right. Put on a Metallica put on, shirt. Put on my big shoes. Wear that hoodie, the mustache, my, and the glasses. My big, my, my big honk, honk, honk no, nose, and hey. then uh, my teeth will look really yellow with the white makeup. And then I'm just like, you know, in line at the bank. Mm-hmm. Just to, to cash your $5 check. I want <laughs> <laughs> I bounce a clown check like on Seinfeld. <laughs> I bounce a clown check at the bodega. <laughs> hey, uh, doesn't Slipknot have a mask? Like a, I don't know who, what, what he would play, but isn't it a long nose? Uh, yeah, I think that was. I think his name was Sid, and he got fired from the band. The long nose, right? There was. Yeah, no he used to have the long nose, and he used to do this when they would. <laughs> Again, there are babies watching this episode, Peter. <laughs> I mean, their parents are probably pissed right now. <laughs> All right, so y'all both uh, fucked up the number ten. So I got one more question. This is this is uh, this this one wins it all. Okay, tiebreaker. All right. In the event of rain or shine, the show must go on. Tomorrow. True. All right, we got a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Does it ever rain during Mardi Gras? No, but uh, it's been canceled in the name of war from like 1942 to 45. And um, Mardi Gras did not occur, although it did continue during the Great Depression as well as Prohibition. What other year did Mardi Gras Parade get canceled? Mm, Interesting. It had to have been canceled during the Rona. I'm going to say 1863. Okay. I got I got nothing. 
Peter said during coronavirus. I'll say during the Civil War. 2021. Peter's Kobe. right. We got a winner. All right. Play the Stone Cold music again with reduced volume. <laughs> 2021. There it is. All right, bitches. That's right. So, room 2001 will finance yeah. a flag shipped to you. It's not going to be All right, I get a flag. Mike, yes. No, no, we're going to ask China to hurry up on that. And, uh, takes and a while. I a, takes... And I want a coconut, too. I think it took me like three weeks to get it. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll get to you in about uh, three to four weeks. Hmm. So. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna check on your answer, Drew. Um, I don't feel bad about saying no to you. It was coronavirus, but uh, there was there was a few like everything about Mardi Gras. Doing research is the years are all mixed up. People say this, people say that. Like the whole thing is based on tradition, and it comes from two different traditions. You know, you have New Orleans tradition, and then you have like the French tradition, right. and everybody in between. And so uh, there were some other dates, but one article, like the History Channel, would say the war of 1942 to 45, and that was like the only time. And then you'd have this other article from another reliable source that's literally saying there are like three other dates. And then one was like, well, there were 14 dates that didn't do it. So yeah. I'll give you the exact answer. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> that's all debatable. Either way, Peter gets a flag. Peter nice. gets a flag. Yes. Well. Oh, <laughs> so we get sponsors and the ship you a flag. We will definitely do that, sir. Oh, we'll probably get your flag next year. The uh, the only thing I really have to contribute to the New Orleans conversation, of course, I've been there a bunch of times, but uh, I've uh, I've whittled it down to my three favorite places to eat. Oh yeah, in all of New Orleans. Number one, Muriel's. It's a, mm, it's a three course, right? It's a three course meal, and on the menu it has a suggested wine to accompany that uh, that portion, and it's the best. It's the best complimentary wine to the you know each uh, each each meal. I highly suggest the goat cheese crepes, uh, and also that's a very historic restaurant. Uh, it's uh, it's supposed to be haunted. They do a yep. little haunted tour of it. The place is awesome. It's real fancy, though. It's super fancy. But, you know, bring money, and you're going to have a great time. And then, uh, okay, number two. It's, it's called, I always say Dirty Sanchez. It's called Johnny Sanchez, a restaurant. And it's like an urban Mexican hip place, you know? And they're famous for their cauliflower taco, which, you know, cauliflower taco, I mean. Sounds dirty. That doesn't really excite me. And I was like, that's that's like what the number one taco or it won some taco award. You like that? And tacos? I went, I went and I had the taco, and it's one of the best meals I've ever had in my entire life. So go check that out, everyone. Sounds good. And, and then finally, number three, Hustly Barely Legal Club. They got a great chicken parm. Anyway, next segment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make a sound Dude, the hot dogs. <laughs> I'm making a sound clip of you uh, saying you've had the taco and it's the best meal you've ever had. <laughs> oh man, I can't remember what um when I went last summer. I think it's called. Uh, hold on, let me see what it's called. It was the best uh, best place we found so far. Um, 
down because we stayed a little bit off Bourbon Street, so it's probably about a ten minute walk. Um, Dude, Daisy Dukes has the best. Daisy Dukes, brunch. that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's that's crazy. You would say the exact same restaurant. <laughs> that's about. it. That is exactly the it. Brunch is awesome, yep. and it's centrally located. You chow down on some uh, green eggs and ham, and you just go walk around the town. It's great. Look at Lance nice. struck that microphone as he mm. talks about it. Just think about <laughs> that sausage and those eggs. Y'all keep talking. I'm going to get one more drink and switch jewel pods. Fuck yeah. All right. Keep it going. Keep it going. Wow. So, um, so, yeah, last summer when we went, nasty ass story. We stayed a couple blocks, like I said, off Bourbon Street. <clears throat> so we'd have to walk down to, how do you say it? Caron Delay Street? Caron Is that Delay. how you say it? I don't Caron know. Caron Delay, yeah. So we'd walk down there, turn left, and that I think that's where Daisy Dukes is. And um, right before we got to Daisy Dukes, there was a pile of human shit on the sidewalk. So if you get, like, like Peter said, it all smells like weed and piss and shit and throw they up. They clean it every morning. Every night. And it still just constantly smells like piss and shit and throw up. Um, so, yeah, that was nice to step over. And it was like diarrhea shit, too. It wasn't like a just a turd. It was like liquid, you know? Yeah, I know. So, you don't uh, have to keep going about the details. <laughs> So after it seeing that, one, like a bean burrito or something, it was. Uh, after we ate, after we looked at that, we ate, and then we continued on to Bourbon Street. And there was this lady; I guess she was homeless. Um, there was a bunch of like, I don't know if they were like frat guys or something, were hanging on a balcony, like taunting her and stuff. And mm-hmm. she was, you know, like trying to dance and stuff. Pulled her pants down, mooned them, exposed her, you know, vajayjay. And it was probably the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. But that's New Orleans for you. I mean, what are you going to do? I came back at just the right time to catch the tail end of that. No pun intended. <laughs> I remember when uh, Peter lost his wallet in New Orleans. Oh, no. oh that's an amazing story. We were, in, we were in New Orleans and been out all night. And we had the chicken parm. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, My <it> recommendation. Was... <laughs> I was like, I'm here for the chicken parm. So you can just skip all this other act. Get off me, bitch. What's that sound? Dance. You're not bringing me chicken parm. You can get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> she just lost her tip. So, uh, yeah. So we get back to the hotel, and you know Peter does his infamous, oh no, oh no. <laughs> you know I'm like you know he's he's checking up here for his wallet. <laughs> he moves down his- like keep it in the front pocket. pocket. <laughs> <laughs> like a so, pocket uh, protector. He goes, "Oh no, oh no!" And I'm like, "What?" You know, it's like 3 a.m. And uh, I forgot my wallet. I don't, I lost my wallet. Oh no, oh no! And I'm like, "All right, well, let's go look for it, dude." It was it was probably one of the best nights. Yeah, and the street sweepers were out. Right, you get to see New Orleans. If you stay out all night and you go back, you get out of the bar scene because you could stay at one bar all night. Like we'll go to the Cat's Meow, which is like a karaoke place, and it'll be like four o'clock, and they're you're starting to you know calm things down and kick people out and stuff like that, and and then you go back. But going back and then going back out is a whole different experience. So we walked around the whole city at night at three o'clock. We got back at probably what six a.m. The witching hour. Yeah, we got we got back as the sun was rising. And then that's seen- when I realized. Never seen the strippers leave, you know. Right. Like when you're walking around, you're like, "Oh, you remember her?" And I've she's seen leaving, come, but I haven't seen them leave. Yeah, she's like, "I gotta go wake my kids," you know, get them to school. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're walking around, and we're like, "Oh, I remember her," and and oh, do you remember? You know, so um, 
so we're walking around doing all that, and then we get back to the hotel, and didn't somebody turn it into the hotel? Well, so this is what happened. We get back to the hotel, and all hope is lost, right? And I haven't slept, so I try to take a little nap, knowing that my wallet is gone, and I have a, I have a power nap nightmare that my wallet is falling into the abyss, like that old bitch at the end of Titanic threw it into the ocean, and it was falling into the depths of the ocean, and I was trying to reach it, and it was gone forever. And then Lance woke me up, and he said that somebody had called from the desk that they have my wallet. And then we went to go meet this person because I had left my hotel key in the wallet. So they went through the wallet, found the, ho- the hotel key, called the hotel. And then I went and met. It was, a, it was a sweet old lady, and she returned my wallet to me. You met her? Yeah. That's for the old lady. She must have picked up. So, so this, is my, this is how it went down. She must have picked my up on wallet in front of the Hustler Barely Legal Club at 3 a.m. What was she doing there? She had her own, she had her own demons she was fighting. <laughs> it was probably the stripper that gave you the lap dance. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was dim lighting, you know. You know, after possible. that chicken parm, dude, you're so fucking full. You're not even thinking. You're just... I just drank seven hand grenades. <laughs> hey, what's the traditional drink of Mardi Gras? The hand grenade. The, the hurricane. The hurricane. Ah, Got him. It yeah. Fucked it up. Hurricane. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other factoids that I didn't that didn't make the cut. Well. So uh, if you've ever been to Mardi Gras, or uh, let me just say this, if you haven't been to Mardi Gras, uh, have, have y'all been to Mardi Gras? I've yeah. never been. I hear they show boobs there. Yeah, I've been to Mardi Gras. Yeah, so, you know, as I'm getting older, I forget the details of, of many things. One is, do you throw the beads wrap them around then they then they show they're obligated to show or no, they, gotta, they, they gotta show, show and then you get the beads they got to show them to get them well see that's different because as as time goes on there's different things that evolve with mardi gras and uh well i'll give you some examples but for for right now the uh the things that change it's like it's like that like things catch on and certain things go so like what i remember is if you threw some beads and, and roped somebody, then it was like they were obligated to show, even though like, you know, it's not forced obviously, but Kinky. Um, yeah. So <laughs> as I'm getting older, I'm like, that's how it was, but I know you're supposed to show. <laughs> that's how I some. do it. So, <laughs> I drop my pants. And I get all these beads. Everybody you know, throws them at me. Men should be able to like hang brain and then people <laughs> show your you balls. To- and then they, you know, they throw the beads at you, and then you can catch it on your boner. <laughs> well, so another thing about New Orleans for anybody that hasn't been, you can absolutely do anything, <laughs> and it's completely uh, normal. So right. there's a gay district, and I'm sure that that is something that happens all the time on the gay district. My, my idea would work better in that district. <laughs> <laughs> I know your, I know your, your shit would work better in that district. No, so, so yeah. Um, Everyone needs to get on Grinder. <laughs> I know your tool is probably uh, working on everything in that district. Yeah, it's, yeah. I have a like my voice is so like sniveling and like I'm just like ugh. I think he edits. We need that. to get on Grinder, guys. Ugh. Oh God! What a good talent on there. <laughs> well, with that being said, let's um transition. Oh, God.
into Project <laughs> Bluebeam. Ah, there it is. All right. Oh my gosh. This is uh 52 minutes in, finally getting to Bluebeam. <laughs> oh man. All right, Spill Bluebeam. The beans, Peter. Well, you want me to go was... into the background of it real quick before go, we go, in, like, go into the background and I'll 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 apply it to what's happening today. All right. So, Project Bluebeam was a a conspiracy theory developed by a guy named I think his name is Serge or Sergey. I don't know how you say his name. Serge. Serge Manast. Yes. He was a Canadian investigative journalist, and he he wrote a book about it that came out in 1994, basically saying that NASA, along with the United Nations, are going to attempt to implement a one-world religion, one-world government, new world order, um, basically by a technologically simulated second coming of Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. There's four steps in Project Bluebeam, according to him. The first one is uh, not fake earthquakes, but um, uh, controlled like, earthquakes, controlled earthquakes, or and or natural disasters, which is we'll get into that in a second. Yep, and these are going to be in specific various locations around the world. And the reason for this is they're going to unearth specific artifacts and relics. Um, basically hoax artifacts that will disprove all religions um, on earth, whether it be Christianity or Islam or or Hinduism, whatever it's going to be fake artifacts. Be like, Hey man, this shows that, you know, everything you've known is not true. Second one, it's going to be, um, holograms in the sky. Um, all gods that all earth worships, whether, whether it be, you know, the, uh, Jesus, Muhammad, um, you know, the Hindu guy, whatever his name is, they're all going to merge into one in the sky to be cr- basically create this this mega god, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and from I then on for that show, and then from then on, that god is going to speak in all languages, you know, wherever you are, whether you speak English, Chinese, Russian, whatever that God is going to speak to you through, um, and and this, this leads into the number three, which is mind control. They're going to, they're going to speak to you telepathically through some sort of uh, telecommunication waves, um, Mm -hmm. or or device. Um, basically you're going to hear it in your own head, basically what they're saying to you. Mm -hmm. And the fourth one is mass panic. And that's when they're going to control the population with fear, a la alien invasion. There it is. Uh, to where I first one, the, the whole to where I knew, well, yeah, well, you thought, but uh, they're going to control the population, um, and and that way, when when an outside force comes in, the newly found new religion is going to be the only mm-hmm. force that can stand up to it, and that's going to get all the people behind them. And there you go, humanity, yeah, humanity will be behind one cause and leadership. Yeah, so that's that's just a very very brief rundown. <laughs> so if you have any in, interest in this, I would definitely look up Serge Manast and his 1994 book, uh, which is aptly called uh, Project Bluebeam. One more addition to the story is uh, his death was uh, considered to be uh, suspicious, right? Because uh, he had a heart attack and apparently he was in very good health. Yep, and. Uh, it's speculated that they use various means to induce a heart attack. They have heart attack guns, uh, the CIA. And uh, there's two types of them. One of them is it has a poisonous dart. Yeah, like a tranquilizer. I mean, it's Yeah, just... and it's like from like a fish or some kind of lizard. I can't remember exactly. The, the, the venom. 
Yeah, something like that. And then they have the uh, the microwave version, which uh, basically uh, causes a uh, they just point it at you and uh, you can have a heart attack. And you know they have all kinds of weapons that that we don't know uh, yet about. Uh, they have crowd dispersal weapons uh, that that use uh, frequencies and uh, uh, microwaves. They have one that's like a light and it's got a, a non-lethal function where it, if it shines on you, this light it's just so hot you have to get away from it. And then they have they can set it to lethal and it'll just cook your insides if it shines on you. Um, so they they got they got toys they got toys. Um, so his death was suspicious. But uh, uh, this is applicable to today, and uh, coincidentally, uh, the day after we talked about it on this podcast and got some traction on Twitter, right. um, now I'm not saying that we caused it, but you know, uh, a lot of people are waking up at the same time, and uh, we're, we're just we're just part of that wave. Uh, but it was trending on Twitter. Project Bluebeam. How crazy is that? Yep. That Project Bluebeam was trending over Ohio. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Or Nord Stream. That's all. We we blew up Nord Stream. Biden blew up Nord Stream because he's trying he's he's trying to cover up what's going on in Ukraine, and he'll put us in World War Three to do it. I think uh, we're already we're already in World War Three. And you know they're going to distract us with things in the sky. That's going you know I think that's going to be the first phase of it. Distract us with shit in the sky. We're going to be like, what's going on? And meanwhile. You know, the, the Nord Stream story is breaking. There's some Jeffrey Epstein stuff breaking right now. I even heard, like, certain celebrities are threatening to sue people if they say that they were involved. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's getting interesting. So all of this is happening at once, and then all of a sudden we start getting all of these aerial activities. Um, I cannot be fooled. Uh, but if this is indeed Project Bluebeam, uh, I, have, I have some interesting thoughts on that because... We're starting to see more and more strange UFOs. Um, if anybody uh, really wants to get into UFO videos, look up Secure Team 10. Uh, it's a YouTube channel. Uh, the guy that runs that channel, he's a whiz. And uh, whenever anything UFO-related happens on the Internet, they send it to him. And he does these great uh, compilations and updates on current UFO activity. And I think I might have an explanation of how these UFOs work. Uh, and it's, it, it's actually very, uh, it's not complicated at all. Um, and if, if project <laughs> blue beam is about projection, uh, projecting, uh, you know, uh, uh, what's hologram. the word? hologram, uh, holographic projection. So let's say you're pointing a laser pointer up into the clouds, right? Right. And then you just move it slightly with your hand and it goes all the way across the fucking sky real fast. Right. So think, so think about projection. So if I if my laser pointer uh, was a UFO up there, and then I just wave it across the sky, it's moving faster than anything that we got and can turn on a dime, right? It's all projection. That's all it is. Shit. Or CGI effects. So uh, I, uh, like that's going to be the the final linchpin in, in their in their whole order of operations here. Is to is to really come up with uh, convincing sky projections, and we're already starting to see it. We saw that shit in Hawaii, mm -hmm. we're shooting down objects, and that, and they won't tell us shit about them. Um, maybe they're paranoid about this explosion of objects, so they're like shooting everything down, including people's hobby balloons. How embarrassing! Um, <laughs> imagine the, being those hobby balloon people. They're like, oh, 
It was no, about to... no, no. They don't do all because they never show up and they never come forward to the. It's just not that. <laughs> it's like right, right. It's so preposterous. They don't do all, but uh, it's still a, humi- a, a humiliating story. If they shut down a hobbyist balloon, how embarrassing, right? Yeah. But uh, I think what's going to end up happening? Fucking F twenty two Raptor comes through or whatever it's called and shoots down your kite. Right. Like they, shit. They got to find another reason to keep us staying put keep us in our house keep us scared and i think the next thing is going to happen is they're going there's going to be all of these sightings which we're starting to see more and more and more of them right and uh people are going like they're going to say uh domestic air travel is too dangerous now because there's things that planes can run into and shit and so they're gonna they're gonna uh suspend domestic air travel well it's um Let's get back to the first step in this Project Bluebeam stuff. Bluebeam stuff is uh, earthquakes and natural disasters. Mm-hmm. I think you know we talked about this. I think it was last episode the the giant pussy cloud over Turkey. Yes, you know um, the sky pussy. A lot a lot of people think that it is a uh, that was that that was manufactured and you know it wasn't yes. just something random. Now we see the true power of the heart program. Uh, they're they're really starting to use it a lot now uh, to right. generate storms, seismic activity, and what have you. It's the most yep. powerful weapon ever constructed by the hand of man. Peter, we got a uh, remote viewer calling you fake news. You think the ruling class wants to keep people inside? They've had people working during the pandemic the whole time, so profits don't stop. Well, all right, well, last room, two thousand eight. Uh, all no, right, no, no, no. we're See we're about <laughs> <laughs> we're about to enter the age of automation. So they're they're trying to figure out what to do with the useless eater population. That's that's what this is all about. So the coronavirus lockdowns showed us how complicit people are, how they'll just fold like origami when they're scared. When they're scared. And since now they have the harp weapon fully functional. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, I think it's I'm just, uh, I'm being I'm being sarcastic when I say our remote. Any, yeah, I'm being sarcastic. I, I didn't mean to. Uh, he has oh, a dry wit. Crawfish. wit. It's that season. <laughs> so I, I think to generalize, kind of what what, what you're saying is, um, the government's going to do all these different things to scare people. And in COVID, you know, that's another conspiracy. Was that a test? Was that the the see how people would would react to to uh, being scared and how they, you know, like what they do. But the big thing is when somebody's scared and then they throw in the alien factor and they say, you know what, these aliens, we don't know what they're up to. We have to come together as a world, not as a nation, but as a world to combat what they have. The common foe. Uh, what the, what the UFOs might have, because nothing's going to be, you know, official because mm-hmm. if it's made up, if it's project blue bean, it's made up, then, they're like, well, we know what they've done. We we don't know what they're capable of. We got to come together as a defense group and really put our heads together. And this is great. This is unity. This is going to bring the world together. And then the government's going to say, "We're we are your only hope." Right. And you have to trust the government, the world government, to take care of this threat. Mm-hmm. And the world will come together, and bam, you have you basically, you know, one world government. And then the UFO thing disappears, and you're still under this control of the one world government. And if BlackRock keeps blowing up their trains in yes. uh, farmland USA, 
we're not going to have anything to eat. It's all going to be poison. All of our air is going to be poison. Uh, we're, we're experiencing an, an assault. Peter, is this, a, is this a Watchmen type situation? Yes, yes. The end of Watchmen. Uh, they do this. Uh, that's why it's one of the best uh, graphic novels ever written. Because, I mean, I mean, there's just so much depth to that story. Uh, the inhumanity of war. Um, the profiting off war. Uh, you know, all that shit. Right. And at the end, they they faked an invasion of a, a it was like an interdimensional monster or something. It's been forever since I read it, but everyone united under one cause. Right. Yeah, good. I forgot about that story. Good call with that one. Thank you, remote um, viewer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's yeah. that's what's going to be the next thing is uh, to you know the final the final step in uniting the world. So what well, if? Well, I want to say real quick before I forget. Let's not forget the uh, 2000. Was it 14 or 15 when the government came out and said, "Here's the footage of the Tic Tac." And Drew, I, I remember telling you this uh, years ago, and it's easy to forget this shit because, like, for a while, every day was something new. But um, I was at a hunting camp with my cousin probably 15 years ago, and he was a, a Marine out of San Diego. And they were awful carriers and stuff. And he said one time around a campfire, you know, that his carrier or one that they were like close to was tracking this tic tac type um, thing that was flying around the airspace. And uh, and keep in mind, this is like 15, 20 years ago. And he said it would shoot into the ocean and it'd be gone for like a day or two. And then it would shoot back up and be back on radar and they would mm -hmm. see it and then it would shoot like on radar and then it would shoot back down and be gone. And he was describing this thing as a tic tac, and uh, and it was kind of the word around all the ships. Now, in 2014 and 15, I think it was election year, uh, or going into the election. Remember the tic tac video of the first release footage from the Air Force coming out with this tic tac looking UFO flying around, and the aircraft carrier was trying to keep up with it, yeah. and they couldn't keep it on camera. And it, and to me personally, from hearing a story like that 10 years prior, 15 years prior, I mean, it was probably longer than, than what I'm actually perceiving. It was a long mm -hmm. time ago. I just remembered it. And now in 15 or 14, they came out with that video. And then that was quiet because of the election. And then now we had all this other bullshit happen. You know, now we're now here and we're and that's starting to come back up at a different level. Now mm -hmm. it's happening worldwide. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was organizations. It's not Tom DeLong. It's uh, who is it that has that organization that follows those things in Europe? That's Tom DeLong. I think it's Tom DeLong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, yeah. And and there's so many. Uh, that's such a topic, and we're getting mm -hmm. we're getting a little bit of time. But personally, from hearing that story twenty years ago, uh, that was I'm like you know chill bumps. Like holy shit, there's there's some proof to his story. Right. Before it was actually, uh, you know. But just know that the CIA uh, won't allow us to know anything that, you know, they're not allowing us to know. Um, so any any of these uh, leaks that come out are, are sus to me because just like with yeah. Hollywood, the CIA carefully regulates every, all the propaganda that comes out because the, the propaganda is carefully sculpted uh, for the public. Yep. Uh, think about all the Hollywood programming that we've gone up, uh, gone through, you know, like Independence Day and all these alien invasion movies, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. You know, Independence Day, 
was was very realistic um and you know showed showed the aliens attacking uh american landmarks and you know people are gonna people are conditioned to panic just like in the in the, in the movies they're gonna be like oh my god i need to call my mother i need to call my lawyer <laughs> I kill my mother. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I need I need to eat my everything bagel. Um, I'll stop. Um, so uh, I had somebody say the other day, like, well, you know, obviously, if they were among us, we'd see them, you know, or or we'd have. And and first off, we're only shown what is there for us to see, right? They they craft everything that we see, like what you're saying. It's everything's so crafted. Another thing is, if it actually is. A UFO, and it's so natural to the Earth as before us, before humankind. Um, like oxygen might be a poison; they might be living in the Earth where there's no oxygen. Why You're do right. we gotta assume that they're like oxygen breather aliens? You know, <laughs> we right here in the Earth with something completely, uh, you know, like carbon monoxide is poisonous to us, and it doesn't have an odor. That kind of reminds me of my favorite alien invasion film. Starring uh, the American treasure, Mill Gibson. Uh, Signs. Signs is probably the best alien invasion movie, in my opinion. Uh, and if we recall at the end of that movie, spoiler alert, everyone that hasn't seen it, it's still good. Just go watch it. Uh, they discover, it's rumored throughout the movie, that the aliens don't really, uh, in the crop signs and stuff, don't appear near water. And then at the, at the last of the movie, they find out that the aliens can't deal with water. Like there's something in the water, I think fluoride, that the aliens can't handle. And when they get water on them, it burns like acid. Peter figured right. out what kills the aliens. Yep. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Peter, we got a remote viewer question. And uh, Mr. Remote Viewer, we, we are not taking any disrespect from you at all. We we definitely appreciate you hanging out with us and, uh, and, oh, and contributing absolutely. to no, the conversation. We appreciate shit talk. So, so Peter, um, didn't the CIA make public? They made several coups and interference in foreign governments. Why would they reveal that information? But why does anybody seem to care? Well, they want us to remain apathetic and they want us to buy all the bullshit that is uh, easily available to us through the mainstream news and social media and such. Um, but they like to mix a little bit of truth in with fiction. So little, we're double little, confused. Yeah. Little kernels of truth. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like, you know, the, like the celebrities with the with the whole. Satanism. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the Q. The Q. Not. Yeah. The QAnon stuff was a psyop because. At, I, although it did expose the cannibal problem and the sex trafficking problem, uh, it also mixed in some hogwash uh, to confuse everyone. Everyone thought that John F. Kennedy Jr. was going to rise from the grave. Yep, he faked his death in the plane crash, and you know. Uh, but see, the actual Q stuff, the Q drops. It was the major voices around it, the social media voices around it that were taking that information, interpreting it, and coming up with all these wacky theories based off that stuff. But even still, like that, that it has to be a psyop because yeah. it's it's so clearly mixing fact and fiction. So the whole thing looks like bullshit to the normie. But if the normie would only investigate. And uh, and and watch the stuff that is being banned. Watch the stuff that that's being banned. Everyone, everybody needs to get on Rumble. Rumble is slowly destroying my life with the truth, the golden shower of truth, if you will. Um, they should <laughs> change their color power? from green to yellow. Uh, <laughs> but Rumble is a fantastic website 
where you can watch uh, everything from, uh, you know, great uh, old 9-11 documentaries, even new ones uh, that go further into the, uh, you know, the nanothermite stuff and who profited off of the, its destruction. Uh, Donald Rumsfeld talking about missing trillions of dollars from the federal budget on September 10th. You know, all that stuff. All that stuff is out there for us to look at. So it's so clearly, uh, it's so clear that we're just going from one false flag to the next, and you know, just just and, name just name something. It's likely a false flag. Yeah, uh, and, and the reason why people don't care is because they're too busy watching the Super Bowl, sports ball. You know, they're, they're just you know they're, they're they're working fifty sixty hours a week at their job that you know at the end of the day doesn't matter. Like mine. Yeah. People care um, too much about who the Kardashians are fucking. Exactly. More so than their own sovereignty as a nation. Right. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I, I like big asses, but yeah. I like freedom better. Well, <laughs> depends on the ass, but one of our commenters uh, mentioned, I think they're revealing like big things like that during the times <laughs> when something else is getting the headlines, like the Super Bowl. Remember, uh -huh. all this was going on prior to the Super Bowl, but yet... Uh, you didn't hear about it, right? We we discussed it like two weeks or like a week before the Super Bowl. We were talking about this stuff. Then we brought it up the night before the Super Bowl, remember? And we had updates. And then the Super Bowl happened. And then Biden's on the podium the next week. You know, oh, well, these aerial things, you know, they're a university. Like all this stuff was sidelined to the Super Bowl. And then when the Super Bowl was done, then it became the headline. Uh, as one of our commenters was saying, you know, it, it gets um, interfered by uh, bigger news. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like Biden is turning into Leslie Nielsen from a uh, scary movie. You remember the scary movies? The old president. Remember when he was? <laughs> they, they finally meet the aliens, yeah. and they one of them starts peeing out of his finger, and then Leslie Nielsen goes, "So we do have something in common." He starts peeing <laughs> out of his finger. <laughs> I'd so, say that, one. that must be like scary movie eight or something. I think it was four, or three, or something <laughs> like that. Well, back, back to these steps, the second one was going to be uh, holograms in the sky. Mm -hmm. So what if a lot of people are familiar with this now, Project Blue Beam, especially in the past week or two. But, you know, a lot of people were uh, – it's been a, a cult classic in terms of conspiracy theories, you know, for going on 30 years now. So what if they've changed that aspect of it, aspect of it and that's what deepfakes are now? I sent you all an Instagram video um, within the last week where – uh, the guy was at a movie studio and he thought the ocean waves were coming up on him, but it was just a green screen. You oh, know? I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. So, and all they got to do is put that on TV. That's all they have to do. Right. And this, everything that we're talking about, Project Bluebeam, all this, it might be moot. I, you know, our reality might not be real right now. Right. We, we might have been uploaded uh, into, a, into like a Grand Theft Auto Five style map which would explain a lot of weird things that you know people are beginning to discover in the truth movements. What if what if our reality was hijacked? That is a man. It's a whole different conversation. Blue Lance's mm -hmm. mind. Relations. But right. the most important thing to take away from tonight's discussion, I think, is key. Really think about uh, Project Blue Beam. Uh, just the key words: uh, proje uh, holographic projection. There's so many things that can be done with that. And now that Harp is fully online and can create the most devastating natural disasters that we've ever seen, uh, those two things together, using sky projection, uh, holographic projection, 
and deep fakes and controlling the mainstream media and social media, like the the cornerstone of the new world order is almost set. Mm-hmm. The, the last thing that will set that cornerstone is whatever they decide to truly project into the sky that will scare everyone to the point of we have to unite, we have to get along, quote unquote, to fight this common enemy. What about the uh, the video that I, they came out? I thought it was maybe faked or something, but they came out saying it was caught on a um, a telescope in Alaska or Hawaii. I'm sorry, but the the lasers. Remember oh yeah, that? the lasers. The yes, the, yeah. Matrix lights, you know, going through without the mm-hmm. lettering. And look, that that's supposed to be from satellites, you know, satellites. Yeah. Um, if they're using satellites uh, to cast down beams like that, that's what they're going to use to uh, to cast the uh, the holographic projection. They can they Do can move it anywhere, first? and then they can move that shit as quick as they like across the sky, and they'll be like, "How does it function? What kind of mechanism would allow? It must be it must be extraterrestrials, man." It's like you what you would see in the. I gotta Games call my lawyer reach, when they reach the border. <laughs> I gotta call my lawyer. <laughs> oh my mother! I can't do it right now. I got her. <laughs> This shit lines up with the cosmos. <laughs> uh huh. There's uh-huh. all kinds of goodies out there. Um, uh huh. I just there's two things. It's either all fate or it's all real. So on, <laughs> it's on, so hard on, on the third one, the third uh, thing, the mind control chapter, not chapter, but the third step. What if that's what you know? Five G and future you know, generations, whatever you want to call it is mm-hmm. every, everything we have in our fucking house right now. I, I don't, I refuse to get a smart thermostat, not doing it. Mm-hmm. But if you do get a smart thermostat, a smart refrigerator, smart TV, smartphone, smart oven, smart toaster, everything you can think of. If everything in your, yeah. keep going. Yeah. If everything in your house is smart, you are dumb. Uh, I mean, that's, that's as simple as that. Well, if everything in your comments, right? If if you if you depend on technology to remember everything in your life, like if you don't have to remember shit anymore, you are no longer a human being. If you have to use the phone to commute, like I know we have to use the phones in, in the modern era for work, but that's how they got us. That's how they got us. We have to have our phone. Our it's a, it's our tag. We have to have it. They know where we are at all times. They listen to everything that we say. Yep. And they send me commercials that are customized for me. Although I'm I'm beginning to, to confuse them lately. Uh, most okay. some of my ads lately have been like full. I, I got an ad today that the was gay a, porn is not going to confuse. That was a full. Fear. I think they're, they're a porn. full Mexican music video. I got as an ad today. And you know what? I saw I saw this Mexican band playing on my TV, and I just let the ad play all three minutes and ten seconds of it because I, I you know what I, I enjoyed the song, but also. I want to confuse the algorithm. They don't know who I am. <laughs> I like too many weird things. They can't you're figure me out. You're putting trouble on yourself. You're gonna, I, you're gonna have watch, a life of just fucking. I watch chaos. CNN, Fox News. Uh, you know everybody. Uh, you know they can't figure me out. Is he a liberal? Is he a liberal? You know. Is, is he, he on Grinder? Is he straight? <laughs> oh, see, you beat me to it. Uh, they can't figure me out. So everybody, <laughs> everybody just needs to be confusing as fuck. To their to, to their recording device. Your social credit score is going to be like zero. Yeah, I hope so. We don't know who this guy is. He's untrustworthy. Zero. He can't buy anything in life. If the system pariahs me, bring it on. I'm tired of dealing with all this bullshit. I'm tired of paying taxes on top of taxes. Taxes on money that's already taxed. Taxation without representation. You have to have insurance. 
you can't do this without insurance. Well, there's just, oh, and also nobody really owns anything. If you don't pay your land taxes or property taxes, you lose your property. So yeah, everybody's yeah. paying rent. I, I can't, I can't listen to anybody uh, anymore they, uh, know, bragging about home ownership when nobody really owns their fucking home. Right. Yep. Yeah. Even you don't if you, anything, you don't access and they, and they need it for something and they come to you, uh, uh, you know, well, well I, they're sending all that money to Ukraine and I don't give a fuck about Ukraine. I don't give a fuck about Zelensky. Fuck Pete Buttigieg. He's a pussy. <laughs> Speaking of pussies, let's talk about the pussy cloud. Uh, <laughs> you just start calling people a cloud. Uh, anyway, Pete Buttigieg is a pussy. Uh, I hate that guy. So, um, well, well, let's let's get back to Project Blue Beam. <laughs> As you're going off on this cocaine field. <laughs> Computers are catching on, y'all. It's Coca Cola fueled. One says they know Pete likes gold showers. <laughs> <laughs> they probably start do. Getting, like you're gonna start getting shower like commercials advertisements of like the shower fixtures, like you yeah. know the faucets. They're all gonna be golden. I did tell <laughs> thousands of people to go watch that new Sam Smith video. So enjoy go. the golden shower, everyone. The That's golden right. shower of truth. So what do you think is really going on right now with all these UFOs, Peter? All the all the propaganda, all the stuff that's being forced down our throat, the balloon, and it's all meant to distract us from the Nord Stream pipeline. I don't, yeah, but I don't it's think anyone, nobody's going to give a fuck about the Nord Stream pipeline. Um, as as much as I like hate the Daily Wire, Matt Lo, oh or uh, what's his name, Matt Walsh actually made a good point the other day. He was like, "They're doing this to distract us from blah blah blah," and it's like distract, like everybody's already distracted. Yeah, no, no, know, one's right. gonna, no one's going to give a fuck about the Nord Stream pipeline at all. Yeah, everybody's like, everybody's like, who's Pete Davidson fucking this week? Yeah, so um, it's like distract us from, you know, everyone's already distracted. Take the shoot a balloon. Like, we're I, I guarantee nobody, that. nobody right. has even heard of Nord Stream pipeline except for a very small amount of people. Right. Much less care about it. Right. Which yeah. was going to be that's, the, the reason for war at the time. We, that, well, that's that's why you know everybody, even us, we have to we have to talk about this. Our country is risking World War Three to cover up our corrupt president and his family's dealings with international entities that are against the United States. But I mean, it's so it's so easy to say. Biden has said all of this on film. Uh, uh, just look up Biden at the Council of Foreign Relations. It, uh, he says it on video, ladies and gentlemen. Quid pro quo with Ukraine. Did y'all see uh, Elon Musk going on? What what organization? It was like three days ago. He went on there and he was telling everybody about how it's probably not the brightest idea to have one world organization because, you know, you've had civilizations in the past collapse, but there were other civilizations that were so far apart from each other that they continued on with the population of earth. Right. And then we're able to sustain our population that way. But if we become one and everybody gets so close and everybody's just playing right away from everybody and there's one government, if somebody fucks up, our whole civilization could go under like yeah. all these other civilizations have fallen through the past, but there's yeah. obviously, you know, we've never had one civilization. And uh, so, but the point I'm making is he was literally standing up in front of this um, organization. I, I forget what organization it was, but obviously he was invited. It was like this powerful uh, thing. And he made a point. His whole speech was about, hey, this is probably not like the best idea, 
Like, mm-hmm. I'm not telling y'all y'all are dumbasses because y'all are the powerful people on earth that are changing things, but I'm just going to give my two cents and just think about it. You know, it's probably not the best idea. And literally, he was like, kind of like, hey, I'm not saying you shouldn't, but mm-hmm. here's what could happen. Just take it into consideration. Thanks for inviting me. You know, I'm, I'm going back. Uh, but that that was like three days ago. Did y'all hear about that? No. No. Uh, oh, shit. I should have break, that. Breaking. Breaking. I thought I would say it and Peter would be like, oh, yeah, that was... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, I'm going to put it up. Um, yeah, the, the big takeaway here, since this shit is trending, and as it rightfully should be, uh, that means the public is, uh, is waking up to uh, the trickery of the TPTB. And that's the they, by the way, listener. Um, the TPTB, the powers that be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More... Elon Musk spoke at the World Government Summit via video link on Wednesday. This is this past mm. Wednesday. It's now Saturday. He warned that a single world government could lead to the collapse of civilization. If mm. we are too much of a single civilization, the whole thing may collapse, he said. Uh, the well, World Government Summit, that didn't, you know, I just happened to hear about it on talk radio. I had to verify it was true because y'all didn't know about it. So it kind of concerned me, but yeah. yeah well, I mean, Elon better unban uh, my Twitter uh, <laughs> over my Buttigieg post. Uh, or or else he's on my shit list. Still a fan. I Love still, Elon. Let's have him on next week. Uh, but un unban my account because I actually kind of had fun working on that tweet. Um, I don't think it was because of your tweet. I think, it, like I told you, I think it was your VPN. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. But I, I know. Hate I know it sounds more juicy that it was your tweet, but I think it was your VPN. I I I still uh hate Pete Buttigieg. Nonetheless, um, he is a weasel. Um, I, uh, he sucks and, uh, neither, neither he nor, uh, Greta Thunberg have shit to say about Ohio. Uh, uh, why is she going and getting arrested with all the other journalists trying to cover the Ohio situation? She is not there. Uh, man, I'm going to fart on my Greta Thunberg book. Well, let's. So let's, let's, get back, let's get back to Project Bluebeam as we're <laughs> transitioning into farting on Greta Thunberg books. <laughs> I want to start that trend. On one of these podcasts, I'm going to fart onto a Greta Thunberg book live. Yeah, and then so. everybody else needs to make a video. And when uh, it needs to become a thing. Like if she hates gases, let's give her some gas. There's been a lot of train wrecks. There's been a lot of UFO sightings, not just in America. Uh, it's been going on for... Uh, a couple months now at least and uh, i remember we were talking about it and it was it was going on everywhere and now all of a sudden it's like balloons across america and really that's not the case it's it's going on everywhere yeah, yeah our system is no longer good at running trains but anyway <laughs> um there was a sorry. time uh they're good at running different trains not those trains um but anyway sorry <laughs> so back to project bluebeam <laughs> Yeah, every time there's a train wreck, time now. national news with some poisonous Okay, this, this this is my last thought on Project Bluebeam, uh, according to step three, uh, with the, the mind control stuff. That was step three, right? Yeah. All right, so let's consider this. While everybody was trapped in their homes, everybody they started doing the 5G rollout, you know, start, start redoing the infrastructure where people are off the streets and they're free to uh, erect 
these 5G towers. So, uh, you know, I, I don't want to sound like a 5G guy because I'm not really into the 5G conspiracies uh, 100% yet. But, you know, we don't know what's in the Maxine. There's supposed to be, like, graphene in there and all kinds of shit. So let's think about this. If there's metal or, you know, graphene particles in your system, and then you got 5G and all, all of these, these waves, I wonder if they can just flick a switch and then all of a sudden you can hear the voice of God. Is that the and guy then, that wants to buy a pillow? And then he, <laughs> and then he tells you to do things. <laughs> like, buy a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> he can tell you to do anything. Like what? Like I mean, that's 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 a ridiculous conspiracy, I know. But like, you know, uh, but it, you know, there's they can they can make frequencies that you know they 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 can make you hear stuff that isn't you know it's just being broadcast from them. Just imagine, just ima yeah, like just imagine you're sitting in your room by yourself and you just hear. Do you want to buy a pillow? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you got the inkling to go buy a pillow. So if they're if they're uh, broadcasting. Uh, stuff that you can only hear in your brain, and then you see sky projections. Shit, everybody's gonna buy that hook, line, and sinker. Um, yep. so maybe oh, that's God. maybe that is where we're heading. Uh, keep an eye out for hearing weird stuff. Of course, you know people have been hearing weird shit everywhere. These sonic booms and these low hums and all kinds of weird shit. People have been hearing like trumpet sounds, like these loud, like metal scraping. Yeah, that is uh, trumpet sounds, especially coming from your house, right? <laughs> yeah, I play a, a loud trumpet at night. Um, you gotta you gotta keep the lip muscles, uh, you know, for trumpet. Uh, here it's a very hard instrument. Um, for something else. Yeah, our commenters really uh, asking a lot about the the source. The source again, we got to go for the source, right? Five G towers don't mind control people. People mind control people by building five G towers. Yeah, yeah. And, if, more, if more people ask those type of questions, we'd be in a lot better place right now. Yeah, just just keep asking questions and, and like really study this stuff because we're we're not, we're in the dark on everything. Like uh, we don't know what this technology is capable of. We still don't know uh, what effect uh, you know thirty years of looking at these phones is going to do to our brains. We'll eventually see, but it, I, I, yeah. I I promise you it can't be good because every day I see the phone zombies. They're all around yeah. us. They walk the streets. Uh, they can't pay attention. They're driving the streets. They are driving and, and texting and Snapchatting and TikToking. It, like, it sounded like you got a little uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger when you're like, they're driving. <laughs> they're driving in the... It's a, it sounded they, like it was they, coming out. They are TikToking out. Right. Oh. Commenters are on point. <laughs> yep. We're Put that cookie tonight. down. Peter's going to be talking to Arnold Schwarzenegger voice for the rest of the night. <laughs> He's going to go to the bar and like... Fudgy towers. <laughs> the drop down by the helicopters. One, one guy one night said, you sound just like Arnold. And I was like, no shit. <laughs> Man. I, there, there's no way Project Bluebeam is that summed up in, in just what we talked about. Like no, They put out that thing in 1994. And it was talking about, uh, uh, like you know, not earthquakes directly, but you know, just phenomenon, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. 
that it's, I mean, did you say earthquakes or it was uh, things happening? Yeah, the first step is earthquakes and other natural disasters. And, you know, that's where HARP comes in. So HARP is part of, because they can they can fire microwaves into the ionosphere and excite it. I just, I just don't buy this whole, you know, like as soon as balloons came into the equation with the Chinese balloon, it was like all these different things are balloons. I just don't buy it, man. Like, you know, and are we seeing it because it's the topic right now to talk about, or are we seeing it because it's, it's coming up more? Or are we seeing it's because we're looking more like Biden was saying, well, we're, you know, when I came in, I told them, you know, we're going to start looking at more, you know, UFO type. We're going to, our radar is going to be more sensitive to that kind of stuff, which is again, bullshit just recently, but it's possible that the radars now are, they are looking for more now because they were embarrassed by the Chinese balloon. And maybe People, when they are pulling up more stuff, but it would, I mean, you know, I just well, don't buy it. Think about every day people are like flying kites and drones and all kinds of shit, uh, letting balloons go and science experiment rockets. And there's all kinds of shit being released. Um, And so it's up to the media to cherry pick stuff in order to distract us. I do think the Chinese balloon, the Chinese balloon, it's just a satellite that, you know, maybe the balloon deflated so much that it was visible, and they're like, oh, shit, one of our satellites uh, is visible. Uh, Oh, it's a Chinese balloon. Oh! Let me ask you this. Well, they they said it was Chinese uh, before they even knew what it was, because they were like, it's Chinese. We don't know what it is. What are they? It's Chinese. Um, Is it possible that maybe more of this is coming up now because the the left or the the T-P-A- B. What? TPA. <laughs> TPTB. The powers that be. They're turning on Biden. That's, well, that's, that's a good point. And that's a good point. CNN is now like, who's this guy? You know, I'm like, God bless. Who who is this president? This is not who we elected. This is a this is a different, you know, person. Maybe we're seeing more of, of now what's been going on just because there are they are turning on Biden. I think they're having to speed up uh, these plans that have been set in stone for a long time. I think they're having to speed up the plans, do things a little ahead of schedule. Yeah, they got. Because, they got yeah, they got a. They had a. They had a four-year uh, interruption on that. That's right, and so now they're they're trying to double up, and they're getting they're getting sloppy, and uh, they're they're probably having to initiate Project Bluebeam sooner than expected, because. The whole point is they couldn't put a tourniquet on the uh, the truth on the internet fast enough, so they're having to speed shit up, and it's going to be wonky, and that's what we're seeing is the wonkiness of everything, um, and they're they're just seeing what they can get away with as far as in the eyes of the the normie public, and uh, it's just it's just uh, we're we're going to see results soon. Something something's going to happen very soon. I don't know. And I people are either going to buy it or they're not. And the ones that aren't going to buy it, uh, you know, nobody's going to listen to them. But I th- I still think there's a lot of people that are waking up. And since this was trending on Twitter, uh, a lot of people are, are like, yeah, you know, coronavirus. I don't know, man. I think the very soon verbiage when I hear that, I'm just like, we assume that things are going to happen in our lifetime because we want them to. We want yeah. things to happen in our lifetime. We want to well, shit. Look, look at what's happened in our lifetime already. Right. I get that. But very soon, it's kind of like this has been going on for a while. 
and we think very soon, very soon, and then it doesn't happen for 20 years, and we're like, you know, oh, it's just a conspiracy. I think they really like a little bit here, a little bit there, but they're they're generations. They're looking at a long-term generation. You know, we're like one generation, right? Right. So thinking that we're going to see the outcome of Project uh, Bluebeam is it's like saying we're going to meet UFOs one day. Uh, it's it's possible, but it, it chances are it's not going to be in our lifetime. So it's crazy, like you know, things are happening soon. <laughs> <laughs> we called it here first, but you know, it's like you got to put your put it in perspective. Like there's, we're here so little time, and these projects are so large, and there's so much to it. The people that are in charge, like your Soros. They're not worried about the shit being done tomorrow. They're going to die off before this is all done. So they're they're setting up. They're already getting their people vetted. Well, yeah, but at the same they're time, really this, this this stuff's already been in rotation for the past two centuries. Right. Like and yeah, in 2015, forever. we finally get one video that comes out and the government saying, yeah, here's what it is. We don't know what it is. Y'all tell us. Roswell was, what, how many years ago? Yeah. Think about that move, though. Now Just we're like- 15 this could be another fucking 30 years before there's, there's like hard evidence that disrupts everything like, like that should have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's only going to escalate, I think. Yeah, and, tomorrow. and, and, and stay tuned everyone. Uh, at some point it's going to be unsafe to travel the air. And then people are going to be upset because they can't travel. But again, think about it. We're switching over to an all electric car society, all automated, this and that. It's all going to be automated. And the elites are just trying to figure out what to do with all these pesky, useless consumers. And 30 years, people are going to be like, what sex am I? You know, uh they're going to be, that's going to be the big topic. You know, like what sex they want to be. They have till 18 or 16 to decide. And that's going to be like the big social. You know, have you decided? And if so, visit www.wehelp, you know, and it's going to be all this, like, everybody's going to be so distracted with that kind of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's going to be just. Just uh, don't well, buy it. Whatever whatever they're feeding you, don't buy it. It's well, uh, usually the opposite is true. Yep. In conclusion, if you stuck with us this long on Project Bluebeam. None of that made any sense. <laughs> oh. Uh, I hate to end this on a high note. We're seven viewers deep here right now. So, um, oh, seven! Wow. Hello, yeah, everyone. So they missed we, my Mardi Gras. Hope we did a uh, hope we did a good little introduction, surface level um, discussion on Project Bluebeam. Um, we could do a whole episode on it by itself, but we you know split it up with Mardi Gras New Orleans with this. Uh, you know, since it is Mardi Gras weekend, we're feeling festive and whatnot so uh but again we are live on twitch right now as we are uh every time at room 2008 ent uh please follow us on twitter We're, we go live on twitter as well uh but please follow us on there uh at room 2008 ent2 also i meant to bring this up at the beginning I, I think we are qualified to say we went viral with our last um our last live stream got over 50 viral. got over fifty thousand views Oh my god! I just can't believe it. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Wow! Yep, thank you, uh, yeah, Mister. Uh, we always like to thank the remote viewers. Uh, excuse me, the one that's always with us, uh, M. Leininger, and we have a new remote viewer, Rosso Lamb. Hope I didn't butcher that. I probably did. 
but uh, appreciate you hanging out with us. You know, please subscribe to us on Twitter or, and uh, I'm sorry, on Twitch. That way, you know, when we go live, we usually do this uh, past few times. It's always been on a Friday or Saturday night, but um, you know, like I said, if you follow us on Twitter, you'll always be updated for our next, our next live stream. So um, don't know what we're doing next week yet. Um, uh, we'll figure it out and, and go from there. So yeah, uh, and check us out. Uh, maybe you did or didn't say uh, Spotify. Our video, oh, yeah, right, yep, through Spotify. Yep. So if you want to kind of watch what we're what we're doing, check us out on Spotify. It should be up in the next couple of days. Yep, I'll be. I'll actually be posting it tomorrow. So the video version is available on Spotify. Everything else is audio version on all the other platforms. And um, guess it's about that time, guys. What do you think? Good, good show. Good show. Go hit Bourbon Street. Yep, we're about to go out to Bourbon Street. Get a. Uh, Fit chased and uh, have some fun. What? Absolutely. <laughs> Join us next time. Uh, subscribe to us on Twitch. That way, you know you get the uh, get that notification. Hit us up on Twitter. Also, if you want to email us anything, room two thousand eight ent at gmail dot com. Nice. So uh, we're like I said, we're headed out. Uh, room two thousand eight appreciates you, and uh, we'll see y'all next time. All right, people to judge the pussy. <laughs>